Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is the Cork Today replay on C103. And Annalise Dressel of the Health Hub Times Square in Ballincollig joining us. Good afternoon to Annalise. Good afternoon. And you are very welcome. Questions for Annalise, please. 1850-333-103 and you can text her WhatsApp 0862-103-103. Let's go straight into questions. Bridie says, any advice please for low sodium? Um, so now that's an interesting one actually because it depends whether the low sodium is coming as a result of a low sodium diet or if it's coming as a result of a kidney issue where the too much sodium is being dumped. I suppose the first thing you need to look at in um, diet, I mean, we do need salt in our diet. And uh, a lot of the time people are trying to be very, very healthy and cut out salt from their diet and end up with cramps, uh, which is often a, a, um, a result of low sodium. It's, uh, in a way, it's kind of dehydration because dehydration isn't just a lack of water. It's also a lack of the electrolytes that our bodies need to transmit nerve impulses and for the muscles to contract and relax. So... There's um, a school of thought that think that what we should do every day is drink six glasses of water and at least. And each time that we drink that glass of water, that we put a crystal of um, sea salt or Himalaya salt on our tongues. And that's what we require in order of providing our body with enough water and also with enough electrolytes. So salt, natural salt from the sea or from the, the rock mines is a very good source of a good balance of sodium potassium, magnesium, chloride. It might have a bit of calcium in there as well. So it's a good balance of all the electrolytes, whereas the table salt that we tend to buy in the shop is only sodium chloride. Um, so I suppose take that advice, you know, make add some salt into the diet, not in the form of the table salt yeah. or in, in the form of salty foods like bacon and cabbage and um, crisps and salted peanuts. Make sure that it's sea salt. Add a little bit to your food and that would be the first thing. And then make sure you're not taking too many diuretics that would cause kidneys to dump salt, which would be diuretics often mainly would be caffeine from tea and coffee. Uh, but maybe take a look at medication and medication could be causing it as well. Mary and Killer says, uh, Anne-Lise last week spoke about, is it biotin? Biotin? Yes. 500. Bi- bi- biotin 500. Um, Annalise also mentioned another supplement to find out the underlying problem. What was that supplement? I'm on biotin and I'm on the new I'm on the new era mineral tissue salt. Both of these together, but my hair is still very limp, flat, and thin. Okay, so um, 
The other underlying causes can be thyroid, Patricia, for, for thinning hair. That's a really common symptom of the th- of thyroid. So your thyroid gland produces a thyroid hormone that revs up your metabolism in order to produce heat or to produce extra energy. And when it is low, when the thyroid isn't producing enough hormone, the symptoms would be thinning hair, particularly eyebrows as well. So if you're missing the outer part of your eyebrows, that's a real sign of thyroid uh, low thyroid function. Also, feeling tired all the time, feeling sluggish, feeling cold a lot, um, having cold hands and feet, and also the whole digestive system being slow and sluggish as well, so suffering from constipation. Now, some people actually do have a low thyroid and they take the medication and they don't feel much better. And this can be more an indicator that you're not converting the thyroid hormone that you're taking into the active form within cells. And this can be down to a deficiency of selenium, which is a mineral that's required to convert thyroid hormone into the active form required by cells. So selenium would be found naturally in Brazil nuts. So if people want to make sure they're getting plenty of selenium in the diet, nuts and seeds are a great way of doing it. But about six Brazil nuts should provide you with your daily requirement for selenium. So you could add those to your diet or take it as a supplement. So that would be another underlying cause of low uh, of thinning hair. And then, of course, there's the hormonal reason as well, Patricia. So a lot of women would have experienced thinning hair during pregnancy or after pregnancy. And also during menopause, hair can thin and can also change consistency from kind of nice, luxurious hair to kind of wiry, drier hair. So... Um, Sometimes um, if it's hormonal, taking a natural plant-based hormone could help. So you're looking at the, the plant estrogens um, called soya, that, sorry, called isoflavones that often come from soya or from things like flax seeds. You'll get them in any health store. So taking um, a natural hormone supplement might help if the cause is hormonal. Okay, question for Annalise, please. Any alternative to calcium? Found it very hard to digest, so I stopped taking them. Yeah, so the calcium in the calcium, Patricia, is... um, Sorry, one moment, excuse me. (coughs) (coughs) Sorry, Patricia, I have this cough that everyone seems to have. Yeah, hard to shake, yeah. And talking seems to exacerbate it. Um, So, yes, calcium is made from calcium carbonate, which actually is chalk. And that can be very difficult to digest and absorb. So taking a different form of calcium would be a better option. And something like calcium citrate is a nice natural um, type of calcium that's very easy on the stomach and also much easier to absorb. So most supplements in a health shop will have calcium in a citrate form. So if you go in and discuss with your local health store the best one, you also need to look for something that has vitamin D in it because vitamin D is required to absorb our calcium. Also, vitamin K2 is a nice new one that has been added to a lot of supplements and that's because the research shows that vitamin K2 can help your body take the calcium and actually lay it down upon the bone. Vitamin K2 is also very important for preventing calcium hardening in um, the arteries. So one of the problems with taking high doses of calcium, Patricia, I believe, is that if it's not laid down on bone, it can actually harden the cholesterol that's deposited in arteries and it forms this hardened plaque. And if that plaque that breaks off, that's when you get a heart attack or stroke. So vitamin K2 can prevent that from, um, you know, that plaque from forming, but can make sure it get the calcium is put where it needs to be put. Boron is also another mineral and magnesium. They're Both of those are also very important for um, laying down bone. And of course, vitamin C, hugely important for collagen. And people don't realize, but the bone 
actually needs to be quite elastic. So the calcium is laid down upon this collagen matrix and that gives the bone the elasticity so that when you hit it, it's not brittle and it doesn't shatter. So a good bone supplement ideally will have all of those. Okay, we're talking of your own cough. A listener says, my mother has an awful cough. She's just, she is also talking about being frozen with the cold and aches and pains. Can Annalise help, please, as the doctor won't treat it. I'm assuming the doctor won't treat the awful cough. There are lots of coughs and bugs going around and I, I'm assuming the doctor won't treat in that the doctor doesn't want to give an antibiotic, which is probably right because antibiotics don't always work, do they, for coughs? No, well, a cough is a virus. So an antibiotic will never deal with a virus. An antibiotic will only deal with bacteria. But what can happen with the virus of the cough is that um, your body produces a lot of mucus and then that mucus can actually become infected by the bacteria. So that is when an antibiotic would be required. And signs of that would be a lot of mucus coming up from your chest, green or brownie in colour. And if that's not shifting after a couple of days, then you really probably do need an antibiotic to get rid of it. But the virus, um, there's natural antivirals that are better for fighting the cough virus. And they are things like elderberry extract. Um, vitamin C and zinc are very important as well. I think everybody in Ireland now at this point should be on a vitamin D until the clocks change again next April because vitamin D is really important in the winter months for your immune system. Other things that are great natural antivirals are the beta-glucans that we get from mushroom extract. Now, the Chinese have used mushrooms in medicine for over 3,000 years, um, and they are very, very powerful. So um, that's what I'm trying at the moment now, Patricia, for my own self, because I'm finding it really, I'm, I'm nearly 90% over it, but that 10% just will not happen. So I'm taking uh, a combination of the olive leaf extract, which I think is great um, as a as a tonic, really, and as a natural antibacterial antiviral. And I'm taking an extract of mushrooms designed to sort of boost the antiviral fighting side of your immune system. So hopefully that will do it. And, and that, for, will, uh, that I'm assuming as well will work for Catherine, who says, how do I stop my cold and cough turning into a chest infection? Because that's what's been happening in the past. So that yes, advice would work there as well. That advice would work there. I think what I always think as the first line of defence, Patricia, is your vitamin C and zinc. And echinacea is wonderful as well. Ivy and thyme, brilliant if there's a lot of mucus to dry it up. So um, that's what I always would start on would be the Dr. Dealish Clare. Um, it used to be called the Chest and Sinus Blend. She's changed the name of it now to Mucotone. And that's a combination of all of those herbs that I mentioned for the immune boosting and drying up the mucus. Tastes and awful, it, but it's great. Oh, t- exactly. It really does work. And then if it's a sticky one that's not shifting at the end, then I would try the olive leaf extract possibly and the beta-glucans from mushroom extract. Okay. Hi, Annalise. What would be best to take to reduce bloating for IBS and to help with constipation due to irritable bowel syndrome? I do not eat gluten, dairy, soya due to allergies and intolerance. I take a Florex, 3-phenyl tea, a multivitamin, drink a lot of water, I eat small meals and I do use slippery elm tablets before I eat a meal. So it looks like really trying to do the right thing, but it's this bloating and then the constipation. Yeah, so I suppose it's a difficult one, Patricia, because there isn't, it's not the same answer for everybody. Now, it looks like this lady has identified a lot of her intolerances and that can be often a root cause of constipation. Most people, when they think of irritable bowel, they think of diarrhea. But actually, I would find that most of my customers with irritable bowel are suffering with constipation. And that lady mentioned she was taking Alpharex. I find from experience, the Alpharex is wonderful for people who've got IBS diarrhea, but it's not as good for people who suffer from constipation. It doesn't seem to have the same benefit. 
So I think for this particular lady, she might benefit from a digestive enzyme. She seems to have identified her food intolerances, so nothing more can be done there. That's nearly always the first step. The second thing would be then maybe that you are not breaking your food down efficiently. And what you need for that is good, strong um, stomach acid that helps to digest proteins in your stomach for about four hours before they're released down into the intestine. And if that has been... Um, if that's weak, Patricia, if you're not producing enough of it, or if you're taking an acid blocker, um, then that would mean that you wouldn't be digesting your proteins efficiently. And then they can become very clay-like because they rot in your gut, and that can contribute to constipation. Now, this lady is taking Slippery M. That doesn't prevent stomach acid being produced, so it may or may not be her problem. And then in that case, I would recommend a digestive enzyme. So the digestive enzyme will do some work in the stomach, but will very much then work in the small intestine to help break down the fats and the proteins and the carbohydrates. And if they're not being broken down, bacteria can cause ferment those and putrefy those and cause a lot of wind. So if the bloating, that tends to be a, probably a, an issue with fermentation, so you're producing a lot of gas. Taking something like activated charcoal can actually get rid of the bloating. Um, and also if you've got a lot of wind, if you have to go out, for a social event, it's a great one to take before you eat and after you eat because it means that you'll be less bloated and less windy. It's not fixing the problem, but it definitely helps with the symptom. OK, hi there. Could you ask Annalise, please, what she thinks about the ketogenic diet? So the ketogenic diet has become very fashionable, Patricia, and it is basically where you put your body into a state of ketosis. You're forcing your body to burn fat as a fuel because you're depriving it of all carbohydrate. Now, mostly your body will run on glucose and your brain will also need glucose. So one of the problems with the ketogenic diet, certainly when you start it off, is that you can get quite headachey. And because you're not taking in a lot of carbohydrates, you can end up getting very constipated because there's very little fiber in your diet. It can work very well for some people, Patricia. You'll always lose a lot of weight in the first week or two on the ketogenic diet because you're actually getting rid of a lot of stored water. So it's not true weight loss. It's not actually fat burning. So... um, That's one of the things I would say that it seems to work really well. But as soon as you eat carbohydrates, you're going to put that water back into storage with the carbs again. So like I've done it myself to try it and I lost five pounds, I think, in the space of 10 days. But as soon as I went back to my normal diet the following day, I put back on four of the pounds. Yeah, yeah. So I really only lost one. For some people who are pre-diabetic, it can help because what you're doing is um, taking the carbohydrate out. So you're not getting the same spikes in blood sugar. And some studies have shown that people who do um, a, diet, a low carbohydrate or ketogenic diet can, um, can, can um, efficiently lose weight over a period of time. And they don't tend to fall off the wagon as much because you're eating a lot of high fat foods. So you don't feel so hungry. You're not depriving yourself like of meat and cheese. I would question the long term health of it, Patricia. We need lots of vitamins and minerals in our vegetables. And with the ketogenic diet, you're very, very much depriving your body of those vegetables. I would much prefer to see somebody do a low-carbohydrate diet where they are cutting out the grains like bread and pasta and rice and potatoes because we can get all of the vitamins and minerals that we need from vegetables and plenty fibre too while depriving your body of a lot of, you know, the sources of carbohydrates. So that would be a much healthier way, in my view, of doing it would be just cutting those grains out of your diet 
but making sure that you have lots and lots of vegetables. Okay, some of the calls in. Marie and Formoy said, I have got the Dr. Delish Clare Relax Blend. Can I add something to it or dilute it with something as it's a tough drink to take on its own with the smell and the taste? So could you put it into something? You could, of course, absolutely. I mean, it's really just about getting it into you. So if you wanted to add it to a little bit of juice, that's fine. Mix it with a bit of water. Um, you take a teaspoon of it generally is the, the is the dose. I personally prefer just to get it into me and then swallow something afterwards. Uh, but you can no problem it. mixing yeah. it with anything that you want. Mary says, is seaweed salad or dried seaweed, is that good to use instead of salt? Yeah, it's excellent to use instead of salt because it's a lovely balance of vitamins and minerals. It's also very high in iodine, which is wonderful for the thyroid gland. Um, A lot of our soils in Ireland are depleted in iodine. But actually also, Patricia, I was just looking at leeks the other day. I normally, when you get leeks, you have to give them a good wash. There wasn't any mud on these leeks. So I think more and more of our vegetables are being grown now in water. So they could be very much deficient in iodine. And that really is important for a healthy thyroid. Seaweed is a wonderful way of getting it into your diet. And you can get seaweed sprinkles in a salt shaker from the health shop and you can use that on your food instead of salt so you get the best of both worlds. So get excited if you see muddy vegetables. Is that what you're saying? Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I'd much rather see something dirty. At least I know it's been grown in the yeah, ground. And, you, and then you could just uh, clean it off. Uh, hi, Annalise. What would you recommend instead of taking Nexium for acid reflux and heartburn? I have been diagnosed with a hiatus hernia. Thank you. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. You says Noreen. Oh gosh, so the hiatus hernia is where part of the stomach starts to protrude up through the diaphragm. Ouch. Yeah, it's very painful. And also the acid reflux can be a big issue with that. So to deal with the acid reflux, I'd recommend two things. The first one is the Slippery Am. One of your earlier listeners uh, earlier on in the program, she takes that. And it's a great way of dealing with um, excess acid because 
what it's a very kind of mucilage type of a, a of a uh, herb and it coats your whole esophagus and stomach with this lovely thick coating that will protect it from the acid so you still get a good release of acid which benefits your digestion it also helps to acidify things like calcium and iron which is very important to help you absorb them so you're not blocking prob- you know any any problem you're not causing any problems with digestion and absorption by using Slippery Elm. It's also very soothing and and there's properties in it that will heal and it also does act as a fibre. The second thing I'd add would be something called Zinc Carnosin and it's spelled C-A-R-N-O-Z-I-N. And that is very good to help the mucous membranes in the stomach to produce a good mucus lining, but also it helps to tighten that little valve so you don't get the, the the, the acid being pushed up um, in th- into the you know into the esophagus and causing that burn. Some of the signs of reflux, Patricia, would be having that very very dry cough, you know, that um, comes upon you. So it's like a non-productive cough. It's not coming from your chest. Then it's coming from your stomach. And I find the zinc carnosin is wonderful for that. It can clear it up within the space of a month or two. So it really is working to tighten up that little muscle at the top to prevent the acid from leaking up. Mary wants to know, is beetroot juice beneficial? Beetroot juice is fabulous for a number of different things, Patricia. I'm a big fan of it and beetroot in general. So um, I suppose just in terms of general health, it's a great source of iron and it's a great source of potassium. So it's very good for you know building healthy blood and it's also very good for, for keeping um, your electrolytes stable in your body. Um, it's also very good um, in terms of the natural pigments that make it purple are very, very heart-healthy pigments. So they're great to keep, um, to, to prevent heart disease. And then the last thing that beetroot juice is very high in is something called nitric acid. Nitric acid is a vasodilator, so it helps to keep our blood vessels nice and open. A lot of um, sports people would actually use beetroot juice as a performance enhancer because because it opens up the blood vessels it allows more blood to circulate through the body and get to muscle tissue when they're exercising so they're not hitting the wall as early they're able to get more nutrients and oxygen around their body so they can last longer so it's a lovely natural performance enhancer that's obviously not illegal yet okay (laughs) <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you for that. And actually, one of our listeners says, uh, Patricia, I would recommend for Annalise and her cough, uh, or that tickly cough that you can't shake off, Bronco Stop, the cough pastilles. Have you ever tried those? They're fantastic. They are great. And actually, there's a lovely other one, Comvita, do a lovely one with Manuka honey as well, and they're great, great too. All right. Listen, we'll let you get on with it. Thank you for thank that. You, and uh, thanks. It's, it's tough when you've got a cough like that. So we appreciate Annalise on her slot today. That's Annalise from the Health Hub Times Square in Ballancolic. And apologies that we only got to a fraction of the many, many questions that come in. It's probably one of the most popular slots that we do over the entire uh, week. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.